0: Bob, Bernie, Bob Bernie live. live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview.
1: I um, I made a promise to my listeners here in Ohio that, of course, you folks listening in Washington D.C. You, you don't know anything about this, but um, and I've stated it several times. When Joe Biden was elected president and inaugurated, I promised that I would honor the office. I believe that's biblical. And uh, I made a promise that I would try to be objective and honest in judging what he did, what he said. And uh, I said if he would do something good and right and just and admirable... I would give him credit. If he did something that was wrong and unjust, I would be honest. That was the first promise. The second promise that I made was, this program is not going to become every single day. Joe Biden said it, so it's wrong. Joe Biden did it, so it's wrong. Joe B- this program was not going to be about Joe Biden. And I I think I've I've accomplished that. And the reason I said that, during the Obama years, uh conservative talk radio was absolutely obsessed with Barack Obama. He did this, it's wrong. He said this, it's wrong. And, it, and I said this, there were several national syndicated conservative talk show hosts you could turn them off and turn them on 6 months later. And you had missed a thing, because every single day it was Obama, Obama did this bad, 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 bad. And it drove me nuts. Uh, It did. And and so I made that promise. So I, I want to keep that promise. But when the president does something, says something, initiates something that you and I should know about... I am not going to shy away from it. There have been a few occasions that I have praised President Biden. Honor to whom honor is due. That is biblical as well. And again, he is my president. And I know some conservatives listen to me right now and say, He's not my president! Uh, Yeah, he is. Whether you like it or not, and I don't particularly like it, but he's my president, and I pray for him. I pray for him on a regular basis, and I honor the office. Scripture tells me to do that. Uh, Anyway, all right. A couple of things we need to know about. Here's the headline... Joe Biden will launch National Abortion Hotline. Priorities. Now, Donald Trump liked him, hated him, tolerated him, whatever. Here is a fact. Donald Trump was the most pro-life president in American history. Now, to be really honest, and let me chase a very, very quick rabbit, I think he's softening on the pro-life issue, and I'm very concerned about that. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But the fact is, he was the most pro-life president in American history. Here is another fact. Joe Biden, by far, is the most pro-abortion president in American history, and he has violated his own Principles from years ago. Joe Biden used to be pro-life and pretty strong pro-life until that became a political liability. When being pro-life became a political liability, voila! Joe Biden became pro-abortion. And he saw what a benefit that was to his political career from the liberal left and not only is he pro abortion, he has become radically, radically pro abortion. So much so that he has instructed the Department of Health and Human Services to create a publicly funded abortion hotline. Uh, need an abortion? You call the federal government. They will tell you when, how, and where to get an abortion. The Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra has praised this initiative, describing it, quote, as a secure national hotline to provide referral services for women in need of accurate information about their legal reproductive health care options. You notice he doesn't say abortion. That's too controversial. Their legal reproductive health care options. Now, what does reproductive health care options mean? Abortion. So, We have federal dollars, your tax dollars, my tax dollars being spent to develop a hotline to help women kill their unborn babies. Well, if you're really into the political aspects of pro-life, many of you would go, well, what about the Hyde Amendment? Uh, Remember the Hyde Amendment? The Hyde Amendment says the federal government cannot use taxpayer funds to pay for abortions. Well, some have brought this up to the Biden administration. Oh, we're not paying for abortions. We're just paying to help women find where they can get an abortion. And by the way, for 40 years, Joe Biden supported the Hyde Amendment, 40 years until he reversed his position, guess when, ahead of the 2020 presidential run. 40 years, 40 years, publicly supported the Hyde Amendment until he wanted to seriously become president and, well, Too bad. So your tax dollars, and of course my tax dollars as well, will pay for a nationwide federal abortion hotline. I just just want you to know that. Hey, before we go to the break, let me give you an update and some good news. If you were listening, I think it was on Monday, I brought to your attention the Dr. Al Moller, president of Southern Seminary in um, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, was in pretty serious shape in the intensive care unit of a Louisville hospital, blood clots in both lungs and some other issues, and he was in intensive care. And I ask you to pray for him. Well, here's the good news. He is now out of the hospital, he is home, and he is recovering. Anyone who loves God's Word should be thanking God for the leadership and the ministry of Dr. Al Mohler. He went to Southern Seminary when he was a very young man in his 30s, took over a seminary that was infiltrated with Bible-denying liberals. That's not an exaggeration. Check it out. And under his courageous and yet compassionate leadership, all of those professors who denied the inerrancy of Scripture were released. And... Uh, for many years now, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville has been the one, one of, if not the largest, seminary in America, taking a strong, uncompromising stand on the authority of Scripture. We need Dr. Al Mohler in the evangelical movement, and the good news is, he's out of the hospital, he is home, and he is recovering.
0: This is AM 880 WRFD and 104.5 FM. Life Changing Radio. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: It seems like I'm saying this more and more and more often. Heaven just keeps getting sweeter. Uh, I had the privilege of growing up in a wonderful Bible-believing church in Southern California. Godly, God-loving, Christ-loving, Bible-honoring parents. I, I was just incredibly privileged in that way. And uh, often my pastor would preach on heaven, and I'll be completely honest with you. When I was 8 years old, 9 years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, 16 years old, heaven didn't mean a whole lot. Sound like a great place, you know, but I didn't have a whole lot of interest in going there. I didn't have a whole lot of interest in knowing much about it. And every once in a while, somebody would die. Um, my grandpa died in Missouri, but none of us actually could go to the funeral. My uh, my grandmother died. Um, a few people in our church, older people, died and went to the funeral, and they talked about heaven. But, you know, that's not the case now. I have a great deal of interest in heaven. By the way, just quickly, uh, my wife and I read through Randy Alcorn's book on heaven. If you haven't read it, get it. Uh, No, I didn't agree with everything. There are very few people that I agree with 100%. I'd say I agreed with probably 90%. Uh, And even the things that I didn't necessarily agree with, caused me to think. It was the most thought-provoking book I have ever read on heaven, Randy Alcorn's book on heaven. It's a masterpiece. Uh, Anyway, it seems like not many weeks pass, certainly, and certainly not many months pass before I hear of someone else that I know, someone I honor, a family member, a hero of the faith, has died and gone to heaven. Uh, This week, earlier in the week, Charles Stanley uh, spent a good portion of an hour talking about Dr. Stanley uh, earlier in the week, and uh, I think I made the statement, well, heaven just gets sweeter. Yesterday, another hero of the faith entered through heaven's gates And I would imagine that many of you have never heard of him, Ron Hamilton. Maybe you've heard of Patch the Pirate. Ron Hamilton was a brilliant musician. He wrote hundreds of songs. And uh, if you have been in a Bible-believing church for 20 or 30 years, there is a very, very, very good chance that you have heard and possibly even sung some of Ron Hamilton's songs. Maybe you didn't recognize the name, but you've heard his songs. Well, a long time ago, as a young man, he developed some form of cancer, I believe, and he lost an eye. And the doctor recommended that he wear an eye patch. And he did. And again, as as a young man. And I don't know whether somebody called him, you know, the, a pirate or he thought of it, but one day he was asking God how he could use the loss of an eye and wearing an eye patch for God's glory. And God gave him Patch the Pirate. And at that time, Ron Hamilton became Patch the Pirate. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of churches across America have used the Patch the Pirate music programs, vacation Bible school, Sunday school curriculum, uh, children's choirs. I would imagine hundreds of thousands of children have been impacted by Patch the Pirate. Well, a few years ago, he developed Alzheimer's. Pretty young to develop Alzheimer's pretty young. And mentally, he's been headed downhill ever since. And his dear wife, Shelly, has been caring for him as well as um, other family members and uh, suffered a lot in the last couple of years. But He took his last breath here yesterday and took his first breath in heaven. And I just want to pay tribute to someone who certainly was not known as well as Charles Stanley or some of the other well-known Christian leaders that have passed away in recent months, years, and so forth. But what a legacy he has left. Use the loss of an eye for God's glory. And um, now he's got both eyes, and he is completely healed in heaven. God bless the legacy of Ron Hamilton, known as Patch. The Pirate. If you want to be blessed, do a little internet search about Ron Hamilton, Patch the Pirate, and uh, look up Ron Hamilton's songs. Uh, he and his wife established a company called Majesty Music. They produced incredible music for many, many years, but um, it's very possible if you do a search, you will find songs that you have known and you've heard, and you just didn't know that they were written by Ron Hamilton. Anyway, uh, pray for his wife and their family. Uh, then I just I just want to give a shout out to Sam Ponder. She is a female sportscaster with ESPN. and she has come out in support of Riley Gaines and others who are standing up, ...for the rights of female athletes against this onslaught of transgender women, men who are pretending to be women. And of course, most of you know how left-leaning ESPN has become. Um, She is without any doubt risking her job, and she is pretty high up in the ESPN hosting ranks... She's risking her career to take a stand for truth and other women. God bless her. Have a great evening, folks, but please remember whose you are.
0: Listen, listen, think, think, think discern. discern